welcome to Podcast by Architect, the only talk radio show that's going to give you technology tips at the beginning and end of every episode. Going to get creative insights to many genres of artistry, and also we're going to find ways to center our chi, whether that's from issues that we want to discuss to breathing exercises and hopes to find peace of mind. I hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, definitely. Once we spark, then inspiration comes, you know, because you smoke, people smoke for all different reasons, sometimes for relaxation, sometimes to heighten. Uh, when did you start smoking weed? When I was 24. You was 24? Yep. So you're already grown, kind of established <laughs> in your yeah. life? Yeah, basically, what ended up happening was, I used to, how do I describe this? You ever been in a conversation with somebody and then somebody on the other side comes over, they interrupt you, they say whatever they're saying, and then when you when you go back to your conversation, you're like, what were we talking about? And it, it had nothing to do with the conversation? Mm-hmm. Well, I used to do that to myself in my own mind, like cut my own thoughts off. My mom was moving double time, extra fast. Yeah. And so when I was 24, I was working at this restaurant called Kona Grill, and it's like a mix between Hawaiian and Japanese food. Like a fusion joint. Yeah, it was super cool. Lots of sushi. The sushi menu was the biggest part of the menu, but it was really cool. And while I was working there, I was explaining to some of the girls how this would happen to me and how that would be part of how I kept my energy up. So they would ask all the time, how do you got so much energy? This job's tiring. And I was like, I don't know. I, I cut myself off in thoughts like this. And so I'm always just kind of, first I'm here, then I'm there. But it doesn't feel like hyperactivity. Because I can. Because you're separating. Yeah. Hyperactivity is usually doing so, multiple activities at once. Yeah. So one of the girls, that was my homegirl at the time, she was like, "You gotta smoke some weed or something. You might actually be able to slow your brain down enough to finish a thought, and then you'll be able to finish your books or finish your, you know, different projects you're working on." So I would start a bunch of different projects and never finish them, no matter how great they are, because my mind's going from this thing to that thing to yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Only my personal projects, I would un- I would never finish. If it was for else, somebody else, you, I can do it. Like working. You, mm-hmm. you know the, your work mind worked, but your creative so, mind was stunted. Right. So she was like, one of the guys here sells bud. So she told me who. And my first time smoking was some purple stuff. I don't remember exactly what purple what. But it was really, really strong. And the first time I got high, I just fell asleep. (laughs) I didn't think it would work. I was like, that didn't work. It just, I'm just tired. Then later, I was like, maybe that's what high is. It's tired. So I tried again. (laughs) What happened the second time? Did you get hyper or did it change? The second time, then I feel like that's when I decided I'm going to actually try to stay awake this time and see how I feel. So I stayed up. I was playing Final Fantasy 13 2 at the time. That was my game of choice. Um, so then that was definitely late. Final Fantasy 13. 13 2. 13 2, yeah. Yeah, that was my game at the time. Word. So I was playing that and I ended up smoking while playing that. And that was a lot of fun. I, I don't know. I just enjoyed the, the yeah. feeling of it. Yeah, no, nah, weed is definitely an uh, eye opener, you know, that you can go to an event where people are and everybody's smoking. And you don't have to smoke with them, but it, you know, it's just a certain certain vibes that come with it. I can look over and see somebody smoking a blunt, 
and be like, oh yeah, those people are cool, and we might end up having a conversation tonight, but it definitely does open up. Like some of the first time I smoked weed was pretty much just because, oh, it's weed, and you know, I turned it down for years, like middle school, high school, turned it down, but at times when I did smoke, thankfully it was with only a couple people, mm -hmm. and it was just a good time. You know, I didn't laugh as much before I started smoking. I didn't, I wasn't as chill. Don't get me wrong, nothing really affected me and I didn't attach to it. You know, I didn't take things too hard or too seriously, but that was me just not exploring. But as of the time when I started smoking weed, I was already able to handle certain things. I didn't smoke weed because I was stressed and to make me stress free, I smoked weed because it allowed my mind to look at it in different ways. I can still consider it the same way I was before. If I was mad, upset, sad, but it allowed me to say, hey, I'm sad, or you can be sad. You know, sometimes when you're in a mood, you don't know that it's okay to have that mood. So it gave me multiple per like perspectives mm -hmm. on situations. Yeah, that's good, I agree. But yeah, it's definitely cool. I feel like without weed, a lot of things wouldn't have happened. The Freedom of Information Act happened in, what, 1969, 1970 to allow us to be able to search things. Like before, we couldn't just ask a question and get the answer because everything was through companies or businesses and mm -hmm. classified government information. But it's just like, hey, we need to know this. So we were able to know that information. And then what people saying, hey, let's look at these racial lines, let's break them down. So definitely 60s, 70s and the big weed rush happening really helped America change. It helped the way the government communicated with people, it helped how people treated others. It brought a lot of unity, you know? There, were, there was a lot of love when we was introduced and even though it was still demonized, I'll say. It's to open people up and it even help people saying, hey, I know this is demonized and this is wrong, but this brings my mind to a certain place so it allows me to operate a certain way. So I do believe anything in moderation is cool, but just the acceptance of weed with so many states and countries and places accepting it and making it legal, recreational, or, you know, medicinal, whatever. I believe it's helping in a lot of ways. You know? I think so too. I think a good example of what you're saying could be taken from one of my favorite places, the Cayman Islands. People ask, if you could run away anywhere, where would you go? That's where I would go. Why? Because the crime rate is 2%. Why do you think that is? The weed is so great. Everybody's chilling. Nobody's mad and angry and arguing and fighting it. And it's not uh, a faux pas type of thing out there either. So people are just enjoying their lives. And, and this is just a part of their lives. What, like, like smoking cigarettes used to be at one point. Everybody was just doing it. Yeah. So that that's an example that I think if um, America continues on the path that they're going on now, legalizing in different states and stuff, that I think maybe we'll become a more peaceful country all around. Yeah, I definitely think so. And they're doing good on it, but 
even still with that, I think certain things need to be rectified. Like if you're going to have weed allowances in these places and make it legal in these places, then hindsight should be also changed. Like the people that have been convicted or punished or have something on their record because of the same weed that is now allowed, I think that should be rectified, you know, and even should be open. Like, where, where was it? I think New Jersey, this became cops could smoke weed all, when they're off duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got police that can smoke weed when they're off duty, but if they had an instance where they found somebody with a certain amount of weed, then... Yeah, they give them this amount of time. Now, I can see if they adjust the time. It's like, all right, well, you did sell this amount of weed, but it wasn't regulated, so we'll give you this and make the adjustments. But to go full force, I think it definitely needs to be a lot of adjustments. Yeah, the weed. they're still probably working out the logistics on that. Yeah. Figuring out, you know, how they're going to set the rules. I know a lot of places have particular rules on how much you can have and in different ways, like how much hash, how much wax how much actual flowers you can carry on you. So that's another thing to keep in mind, too. Even though it's recreational now or medical in some places now, that doesn't mean you could just be smoking and doing whatever you want. You have to know the laws and rules around it. It's like drinking. People can do it, but you can't drink and drive, for example. There's rules. you got to be a certain age, etc. Just like if they have a day, they have a thing in Philly called uh, Baltimore, Baltimore Days. So... On that day, everything on Baltimore Avenue is a bunch of businesses, a bunch of bars. It's like Baltimore Dollar Days. That's what it's called. So everything is a dollar. So you could go to bars and go in and get a dollar shot, get a dollar beer, and walk up and down. Or whenever they have festivals, they have it blocked off where you can walk up and down. But it's the same thing. Like, these things have existed with peace. If you go to the West Indian Parade or the Labor Day Parade that they have in Brooklyn, yeah, there's cops in there and people are selling shots and people are smoking weed and cops jumping in the crowd and dancing and you know it's all cool because it's within a certain bound so it can be regulated within a certain point but people have to understand if we're going to allow this yeah sometimes you shouldn't operate heavy machinery just like if you get prescribed a Xanax or prescribed a you know whatever type of pill of volume just to calm you down you shouldn't operate certain machinery you shouldn't drive a car you shouldn't do certain activities so if we can keep it within that bounds like hey yeah, that's not even really a compromise it's like this is allowed but you have to understand it does alter certain parts of your pond and the way you're gonna function so yeah if you can follow the law behind it let it be allowed and just have everybody just be back on that and like if you're gonna sell like hey you're gonna sell all for classes Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would do it. Like, hey, you were selling before. Do you really want to do this? And, you know, you could be a botanist and now actually sell. Or you could have job placement with the same industry that you yeah. were in. You could open up a little shop, so on and so forth. But you just have to make sure you know what the rules and, and regulations are, whatever the laws are. This way, not just you protecting yourself and whatever you decide to do with it, but protecting mm-hmm. other people around you, too. You know, like like if you decide to open a shop or become a botanist or something, you got to let these people know, hey, yo, bro, they've been giving us on this shit for years just because they loosened up doesn't mean they're letting go. So make sure you only carry this much wax. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Same way way you go with any other. Mm -hmm. Any other open businesses. Yeah. Definitely got they were able to do that. They got psychedelics in Denver, you know, microdosing 
Sounds like to be a good thing. Like these are things that can help us. Like before anything else, we had Tylenol. Psychedelics. Yeah, microdosing. Yeah, mushrooms are recreational in Colorado. They are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah you can just go and buy. I didn't know mushrooms too. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that that was newer than that, but it, it's been a few years now. But yeah, oh. mushrooms are recreational. Oh, so I clearly wasn't keeping up on the mushroom trends. Yeah, you <laughs> go buy some mushrooms, chill, take a little bit, and it's actually been helping. It helps a lot of people. Like some people, even with therapy, like your therapist prescribed mushrooms for you, and then you go ahead, you have a trip, you open up RTMI. Like these are things that are helping. You know, you have civilizations that have been living off just natural substances. So. Have honey, some have plants. Yeah. That they smoke. You know, spirit they journeys. It the peace pipe for a reason. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta find yourself. You might smoke this good luck wherever you're gonna be, whatever region by yourself and break out of it. You know? That's why they try to recreate it. Like something like acid, LSD, Albert Hoffman. You know? He created something to try to achieve a certain part of your mind. It was supposed to be military. Mm-hmm. But they can see the advantages of it, but then it opens up too too many parts of your mind. I can see as someone, if I want to give this to you, this LSD, and make you subservient or follow orders, if it opens up your mind too much and you start thinking beyond and past and you could see yourself downward and how the situation affects, like, you know, you're too open. LSD is the G-Class? Um, yeah. And the Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yes. Yeah, they come in yoga cards, paper strips. It's actually a liquid, but a lot of times they put it on. <laughs> I gotta stop calling them cheek lights. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how it looks. Like little white squares, usually. But I've seen different colors. Yeah. Like so tie So they do not it because the paper like is tied up. Like a unicorn or like a Pokemon card. Yeah, but the paper, the drug itself is clear. It's a clear liquid. Oh. Yeah, but they drip it on shit. And it's just, you know, it's like if you get butt and it comes in a bag with like eight balls on it or stars on it, you're like, oh, this is the, you know, mm-hmm. just package it. Cheek lace. <laughs> but that's how it comes. I yeah, because my boy, when he got the, the, the tabs from Germany and Yu Gi Oh cards, that was like a salute to everything. Like, bro, yeah, they, these was crazy, holographic. Cool. These, yeah, he got a whole sack of cards. Right from Germany, like just pure, 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 pure. Yeah, that was good. I had a little tabs, chewed it up. It looks like, um, do you remember the, the little dodgeballs in gym class? Remember when they got the squishy ones? Because kids was complaining about the rubber ones. They got the ones that you squeeze. It's like alligator skin, white. Like, why was that ever a real game? Yeah, dodgeball was wild. So they got the squishy balls, but the squishy balls just mean I could grab it and grip it with my hand. And, and I'm stronger than I was when the dodgeballs was out. So it was crazy. Dodgeball was real. Then they had extreme dodgeball. Remember they tried to switch it up? It was like something with extra teams. I can't forget how it worked. It was just ridiculous. I can't believe that was allowed. Teachers said give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's one thing. It was like, let's just let them throw these balls at each other and knock each other out. Yeah. They'll sleep well after lunch. Nah, I went hard <laughs> in gym class. And when the presidential test came around, like, I was always at the top of the top, bro. Pull up sit-ups, holding on the bar, too. Like, I was always on my shit. 
We at the gym was gym was at gymnastics. I'm doing backflips, basketball. We balling. I ain't give a fuck. Those good times. Yeah, I really enjoyed gym. Not because I'm a girl, but mostly because I'm a girl. <laughs> I remember you was in my gym class at one time. I'm like, what's she doing in here? Like, oh shit, let me play ball all night. We was playing basketball that time too. My like, yeah, I'm about to play good. But you know what? I excelled in the gym. I used to be a dancer. Like I would do ballet, jazz, tap, whatever. So when it came time for them to say, okay, we're gonna do hurdles and jump these bars, that's when I was really succeeding. Because I was already used to doing a little run and leap at the time. So I was flying over those bars. Yeah, yeah definitely. Damn, remember field days? We had to sit on them little carts. Yeah, I was quick. I'm still pretty quick. Yeah. No, I was on a lot. I like them little days, field days, school spirit day. Mm-hmm. Like, I was... I was into the stuff that happened in school. I wish that I had a chance to experience one of those days high since we've been talking about weed. I didn't start smoking until well after high school. Yeah, I wasn't smoking in school. I had yeah. classmates that were smoking, drinking already. Me too, but I wasn't into it. I wasn't like, I, I, was finding, I was finding other shit to do in school. Like, I was very adventurous. And, you know, most people just did high school the regular way, but I was always the type to. Explore in high school, you know. I walk around, go to different classes, see what's up with different clubs, mm-hmm. stay after, you know. Run in, talk to a teacher. I'm like, chill. Don't get me wrong, I used to get in trouble at school, but not because I was really like wilding, wilding, you know. Got into like fights and stuff, but not even crazy. I just used to be just explorative, like, yo, what are we doing with school? You know, school is. School is dumb. I get good grades. I don't know. I'm just kind of bored. But I didn't smoke weed. Maybe I should have smoked weed in high school. Who knows? That's what I was just thinking. Maybe I should have. <coughs> I always had headphones in. Oh, at least one headphone in class. It's like, yeah, bro. But I had, I did have fun classes. I had a lot of fun classes. You know what? My best classes and favorite classes were all when I got to college. Because yeah. then you can pick and choose your classes more, so. Yeah, I, I did pretty good with choosing my classes. I didn't yeah. put too many hard classes at once. Like, I did math and English in the wintertime. Yeah, because, I feel that. Yeah, you know Same. You'll get it out the way, you're not really going anywhere. And in the summertime, I'm doing arts and electives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, I totally agree. For a little while, I had this one professor that was so dope, with like, and I loved English and reading and writing and scripts and plays and anything that involved words. And he taught so many different classes. So, Professor Connor was the best. I took one of his classes and I was hooked, and then I realized I'm, I'm going to take another one. Ooh, I'm going to take this one, and he taught a lot of the coolest classes on campus. Yeah. So, a lot of us would end up in the same classes together because we all wanted to be with the same professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when you got a good professor, especially that, that makes it easier, especially with your class. He was high half the time. So, we was high half the time. Yeah, so you chilling. Yeah, he was cool. I had a class when I had a teacher. I don't even remember what the name of the class was. 
I just remember we were just all being and chilling, lights dim. We have like Japanese lantern lights, and everybody just being and chilling. Some people come in halfway through the class, and who's just who's just sitting there talk. I can't yeah. remember actual subjects. Like we didn't even watch movies. Like sometimes we just be like, hey, you guys chill. I'll be back, and we were just there. You know what? That's how it felt. Classes were when we were with Dr. Connor. Yeah. He would just talk to us, and then you would leave, and later you'd be like, did we learn some shit? Yeah. I think I learned some nah, shit. But like, we did that because you talk you to really, people and you get experiences yeah, out of it, and it's like people that you don't even he interact really with. Did throw lessons in, yeah. and, and we would it would just be part of. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure some stuff out. We'll yeah. do. It's like we'll do math. How would you formulate this business? Or if you had to do this, if you ran into a situation, this was person, what would you do? Hey, why don't you guys go and take some music and go play it around random students to see how they react? Like shit, like that. You know what I mean? Right. And it's For like, example. like we we would talk to people. We talk to each other. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One time, first day of class, we walked in, and he goes, he goes, okay, guys, you know what class this is. You know why we're here. We're supposed to be talking about the ancient Greek and Roman backgrounds of vampires. But I don't feel like it. So we all just kind of like, okay. It's like, I'd really rather talk about this new Twilight movie that's coming out. <laughs> that's coming out. So he was like, let's all watch the Twilights together since they're vampire movies and then we'll get to the ancient stuff later and so we started watching the twilight movies and in the middle of different parts of the movies he would pause and go you know what this 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 and this and he would throw these random little f- things about yeah history like in there part of the curriculum. yeah and it was just like what yeah, the? i'm fucking with it it was really cool like i learned yeah. a lot of things about vamp- vampirism and how far back they go in in history yeah more of a like and thought myself. Yeah, we talked about them too. Yeah. Because yeah, they were in the movie, of course. So yeah. we talked about some of their um, True. origins as well. That's we the, we ended Jacob. up reading little pieces of things too. It was really, really interesting. Yeah, that's how you keep it cool. That's how you keep it interesting. That's how you gotta be. Then we did script writing one time. And so we watched Casablanca because who doesn't like the freaking script of that? Right. No, I've never seen Casablanca. What? So witty, so I've seen funny. Clips for research purposes. But. No, no. So witty, so funny, so the romantic. Original? Yes. Mm. It's it's just it's it's got everything. It's a really good one, and it's not a long watch either. It's quick. You figure out what's happening. You get with the story. Like, oh shit, I want these niggas to survive. <laughs> you know, like I want them to be okay, my people. Yeah. And so. You get into it. You get into this world. You get into the music. The pianist and the bartender are there. So that's like the man. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, Rick is the guy, really. Sounds good. Alright, so definitely check it out. Casablanca. Casablanca is gonna be the next thing coming. Or watch it and give a nice review on it. Really? Yeah, I think I think that'll be a thing. What? Let's do a Casablanca really review. Casablanca well, I, I want to see it. I, you always hear about it. It's one of the top ones that you hear, especially it's as far as classic. It's my favorite black and white movie, and that's saying a lot because I also love Wizard of Oz, which is only half black and white now. But yeah, yeah. Even so, Casablanca is my favorite black and white movie of all time. Definitely. All right, so check it out. Casablanca review coming very soon.
said what? Sometimes the stress? She said, sometimes the stress of being a kid would get to me. And I'd chain eat a whole pack. A whole pack of candy cigarettes. Of candy cigarettes. We had isn't candy it, cigarettes as kids. That, that was really a thing that like, we used to have? Yeah. Like, and it was a pack. Good. It was a pack. Yeah, a full pack. No, but look, you, you didn't like the candy. You just like to blow smoke out of it on the playground. Yeah. We had candy well, cigarettes. Isn't it crazy oh, that this is cool what they was letting us do? <laughs> it's like they just wanted us to grow up so fast. They're like, let's teach these kids how to, how to smoke and die. Like what? Yeah. Already? I mean, yeah, that's crazy. And I just think they just wanted to get shit like you got it's population control. Mm-hmm. Why are you giving kids cigarettes? Even candy ones. You just put it in their mind that this is an like and a cool or Everybody okay knew thing. what it was because they had multiple ones. They had the ones that were gum. Yeah. And they had the ones that were like the chalky candy. That were like chalk, yeah. And that was the and more that's popular why one. I said they were gross. The more they tasted like chalk. Yeah, it was like chalk candy. But everybody liked that one because you could blow on it you and could, then make and the, the smoke come out. Yeah, you like you smoking a cigarette. And it came in packs. Like it wasn't For it was same size, same shape. Wait, would it have been crazy if it nah it was a little small, it was skinnier. Maybe, but you were a kid, yeah, but, but that's because because they, they were like Marlboro Slims. Yeah. They were just no, the tiniest yeah, right. yeah, bit slimmer than a regular cigarette. We had candy cigarettes and yeah. the popularity of it was blowing on it and it looks like you're blowing smoke up. And they'd be like, no, you can't get those. You're only five. Are you seven now? You could get them. Like, remember it was a thing? They didn't let you use them at first. And after a while, you're like seven or eight. And now you could, you're old enough to get candy cigarettes. Yep. Just like the law. Once you turn, what is it, 18? Now you're old enough to it's, get it's real 19. cigarettes. It's 19. Now, oh, yeah. I heard they were changing that's it. Not, I think it's just in Jersey. But I did hear that that, that was one of the many things that's been but changing. At, at the same time, though. Most people that have gotten their first cigarette or drink or whatever it was, they were young. They got it before. I remember when I first got my ID, I went to the liquor store and was like, "Hi, it's my birthday. I just turned 21. Now you got to serve me." And you know, I knew he didn't. He didn't care. He was like, "Oh wow, you weren't like you know." He didn't give a shit. But it was just like that. It's crazy. But I'm thinking, like, I know they sold the candy cigarettes in packs, but what if they sold them in Lucy's? Like, you could just go in there and get oh, a nickel. My God. Like, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, I so they, cannot. Because you get a pack for like 50 cents or something, right? So you just go in and give him a nickel and hit you one Lucy of a candy, candy cigarette. <laughs> Imagine. I think that would be oh, crazy. Oh, my gosh. But do you see, like, just the mind control of things, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's exactly what it is, though. Mind control. Because that's beyond pop guns and everything. Because the pop guns or arrows and everything, it's so versatile that that doesn't necessarily lead to that. But what does candy cigarettes lead to? Like, you literally have something that you sit outside with because you can't do it in class anytime. It's only during recess or, like, summer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you get these candy cigarettes, you're outside with your friends, you like, look at this. And you particularly blow smoke at your mouth. So that's just... You know, I'm glad you said what you said just a second ago, by the way. I've had this thought multiple times in my head. Yeah. And um, I don't remember ever getting to converse about it. But people make it... No, no. Yes, I do remember conversing about it. But the point is, yeah. people make it seem like having the toy guns and toy arrows and stuff means you're going to just grow up to be the villain. But police officers have guns, too. You know what I mean? So maybe this kid having a Nerf gun, they're not going to grow up to be a mass murderer. They want to grow up and be a, a cop. No, yeah, I, I see that. But that's what I'm saying. There's so many correlations to just a projectile toy mm-hmm. that is so much different than a cigarette candy. 
because cigarette yeah. candy can only be one thing, but projectile toy that because I, I thought about like Nerf guns too. Now I'm not mm-hmm. just thinking pop guns, but I thought about like bow and arrows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you know, lasers, or it could just lasers get you into Star Wars or Star Trek. Like it could branch out from other ways mm-hmm. from being here, or just a level of accuracy, like whatever that is. So I can see how that can still lead to it. But it's not as direct as just having a candy cigarette. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. called a candy cigarette. Literally. You know, a cigarette is only one it. thing. Like, they didn't even this is not like death, death toy laser gun. You know, I used to play laser tag. I actually, I actually had the laser tag where, you know, the famous one that was on TV and they had the chest plates. Mm-hmm. They go and do it. And I brought it to school. But I, when you buy the pack, I got it for Christmas. You get two guns and two chest plates. Mm-hmm. So that's like a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. But since I came to school in the morning, I would do it like, all right, so two people have guns and two people have plates. You know, so we kind of mix it up. So that was just turned into more of a evolution of tag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So even that game doesn't just directly lead to this. But a candy cigarette is really like you only got it to blow smoke. Like most likely after smoke, sometimes you ate them. But if you tried to blow all the smoke out of one, you're going to grab another one and blow all the smoke out of that one. And blow out the smoke with that one. Like you'll go through a pack, or a, at least a few of them, trying to blow the smoke specifically because it looks cool and it looks like cigarettes, which is named after. Mm-hmm. Versus being able to play laser tag or being able to paintball mm-hmm. with friends, and it's about more camaraderie or just athleticism. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so. That's what I'm saying. There's some things they look like they can be grown like, up. Like. Or, or negative, and it doesn't have to be, but this is one of the things where, yeah. where is the positive? Yeah, but check the spin. So let's say, like, we, so we're, uh, I was about to say wigarettes, <laughs> but uh, weed and cigarettes, whatever. So um, let's just see how weed is. So imagine CBD was popping before weed was really out here and normalized and just not, you know, you see how weed is just accepted. Everyone on TV is at least starting to be legal in places, recreational and all that. But imagine if CBD was introduced first, like a play version of it. And it's not the same as candy cigarettes. It's just the whole adverse. So I'm saying CBD was introduced first. And it's like, hey, if you want to just be like, hey, chill, cool, calm, collected, you can go CBD. And then weed is entered later as just a major popularity not even just in our time you could think our time you could think back then but i'm thinking just more our time let's just say cbd was already popping and they tried to whisk khalifa came out with cbd snoop dog i've been smoking cbd for 20 years you know and now somebody in this point day and age tried to introduce weed i can see most people not even getting with weed because this was just something positive that you were able to smoke and able to get with you know so instead of candy cigarettes being out and leading to cigarettes because this is exactly that if cbd was introduced first what i'm saying is weed wouldn't be as popular i don't think almost anybody would be smoking weed if cbd was introduced first maybe you know yeah, but they really, at the time in which smoking weed became, uh, like, a heavily populated thing, yeah. in the United States anyway, at that time, they really only had their particular forms of access to it. Not everybody was thinking, hey, let me press it and get these no, no, other no. things out. It I'm was saying, just, they were smoking I'm it saying, naturally. what if the way that weed started? Yeah. What if that history, instead of weed, it was CBD? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they didn't have that access. No, but no. I, I can imagine if they, if they did. What if they did? And we tried to, let's say somebody tomorrow was like, yo, 
instead of just crushing it down in CBD, we could just smoke it like this and have weed. I don't think it would catch on mm. at all. Maybe. Because you started with this version of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you started mm-hmm. with a version that does get a lot of the positive effects. I don't know, though. So things always have a way of evolving, I feel like. So no matter which way it comes out or came out first, I feel like there would always be some people who are going to go, you know what? Let me try it's it. Definitely it's gonna less, be some it's going to be less work to get to your high if we originally started out with this extra process or whatever the process is that they go through. And now they're saying, screw that process. All you got to do is this. Roll it. And you'll get a, a, a different effect or the same or whatever, however they advertise it then there's going to be some people out there who are going to be curious oh well, this is a faster way to get to it oh something about it's a little different what's the thing that's a little different you know yeah then once you feel a little different then it's way out and you explain to people why it's limited i guess yeah it works like everything else yeah. anything else that's more taboo you know because so many things are already popular like molly lsd mushrooms dmt yeah you know all that shit all that shit was already popular but then it kind of died down at some point but in our day and age there are more kids into the other shit like shrooms became way more normal now acid became way more normal now it was at one point it was out there because people were going against the grain mm-hmm. but then it got super forbidden but yeah i guess we kind of was always there you know I, everything was always there you know but just on a on a well, different level at a different time yeah before everything so you don't think you don't you don't think it really ways. matters as far as that that's not so much of an influence that's just yeah. time and food yeah i really i i don't know i feel like this there'll always be those few people who are curious yeah. you know and so every then everything evolves because you know um uh i don't want to say the wrong country but um there's a particular country where they have like mountains where they find bees and the honey is soaked in this substance that they'll eat the honey like you could just scoop the honey but you could eat the honey and it has properties that get you high or places where they have leaves where you could just chew the leaves and it'll get you there so it's not so much even the same and it's something you pick off a tree you just pick a leaf off a tree you chew it and all day you just yep groovy yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, and that's just normal in whatever country or culture or whatever. But even, you know, but that's why people do like to experiment because one thing that was always popular was like spirit journeys and peyote and salvia. Mm-hmm. But I've always thought of like peyote. I went, had a family reunion in Oklahoma. It wasn't in Oklahoma City, it was in New City, Oklahoma. But um, yeah, we went to a ranch and we had some natives come to the hotel and give like family history and tell stories in the region who they were and I was just thinking like hey if I was out here and I did peyote and went on a spirit journey then that was very appropriate like it's not like hey I would do peyote at any other time but if it's a time where it's a journey or if I'm in Budapest or you know and I go somewhere if I'm on my eat pray love and I say drink this tea you know you can not drink the tea but if I want that particular and awaken it
ping pong. It's a movie with ping pong. No, that's why I paused like that because I was so confused about what was that ping pong movie. Yeah, and they a, wore yellow. They wore yellow. And it was like underground. Okay, it's it's coming. Chinese. Who it's was coming it? to me. Who was it? I feel like it was Vince Vaughn. It was Vince Vaughn. I love Vince it Vaughn. It was. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vince Vaughn. He's so funny. Fucking balls of fury. It is. That's what it is. So it was the ping pong movie. Where he went and his granddad and he had to find oh, his yeah. history. Yeah. That is the name. Balls of, Balls of Fury. Fury. Yeah. So that was just the opium den reference. Uh, yeah. I was very confused when you said it at first. I'm it like, was a very confusing what? statement. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, but I now don't want to go to an opium so, den because I don't want to play ping pong. I'm actually pretty good in ping pong. So that statement definitely didn't make sense because I'm nice. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm nice. That's right. You know, a lot of people were in that movie. A lot of people were in that movie. Christopher Walken's in that movie. George Lopez was in that movie. George Lopez? Terry Crews was in that movie. Yeah. That was a good movie. The guy that played the Terminator. Remember the Liquid Terminator? Yeah. Yeah, that's the Liquid Terminator. I always forget that man's name, and, and then you always call him Liquid Terminator. No. So to me, that's who he is. No, I'm not just saying that's his name. Like if you rule, he put it on his birth certificate. That's why the position. Oh. No, that's why the job was so perfect for him. It's like your name is Liquid Terminator. We wasn't even thinking about that. That's not. So that's why they put him in the movie because it was his name. You know who else is in that movie? The, that guy. We're calling LT. The bald head. Who got the bald head in the office? Is he in the office? Oh, you talking about this asshole? He's the, the like the boss or something, a manager yeah, yeah, of some, some sort. Yeah, at some point in And also, my guy Hito from Heroes. Hito Nakatoto. Yeah, that's Hito my Nakatoto. guy. Hito Oh, Heroes was a great show. It really was. Heroes was a really good show. The second the edition second of Heroes was not. I watched it anyway, and I would think I watched it two and a half times. Two and a half times. Be- you gave it a lot of tries. I mean, that ship was not great. No, it was not. Speaking of, we gotta watch Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is next. Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, the new one, mm. that has got to be a must and it's going to happen. Actually, let's, let's end this. Starting the Miss Marvel review in a few. Let's watch it. This is if you're feeling hungry, you could go to myfridgefood.com and you could put in whatever you have in your fridge, whatever ingredients you have to make, throw them together, and the algorithm would actually find a recipe or something that you can make really quickly based on what food you have. Myfridgefood.com. That's a nice little piece. But if you only have a sweet tooth and you were fiending for some McDonald's ice cream, I know you know what you're thinking. The ice cream machine is always broke. So, if the ice cream machine may be broken in any area and you're not sure, you can go to mechbroken.com, mcbroken.com, and you could actually enter your zip code or the town that you live in, and you can find which McDonald's machines are broken and which ones are serving ice cream, you know? So why don't you go ahead and hit that up? And that's myfridgefood.com and mechbroken for the sweet tooth after effect.
that's that. It was great having you here tonight. We'll see you next time.